0: My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 125 of The Kate Show. Today we're talking all about the top automated email sequence tips that you need to pay attention to if you are in the home industry and 99.9% of all the listeners of this podcast are so y'all are in the right place. Now here's the deal, automated email sequences have become all the rage lately and that's both good and bad for business owners like you. On one side, automating the email delivery to your leads or clients is a good concept, but the flip side is that some people take email automation way too far by creating long, complex sequences that honestly don't drive home any specific point, and they also sufficiently overwhelm the recipient, resulting in inaction or a high unsubscribe rate. Two things you don't want. Based on that, you can probably guess which side of the issue my professional marketing opinion falls. When it comes to email sequences, I truly believe that less is more. I mean, that's how I am with all things marketing. I'm like the unmarketing marketer. In fact, my longest email sequence for my own brand is only three emails long, which is honestly super weird for a marketing agency. Now, when I first began exploring the world of email marketing, I thought that longer email sequences meant I had a real quote-unquote sales funnel and that I would therefore convert more leads. But I was wrong. And I'm sharing my experience and my tips with you so that you don't have to learn the hard way. But what I learned the hard way is potential clients appreciate when you are just ready to get to the point in your email sequence, especially if the end goal is to serve your readers, your email readers, with free content in an effort to encourage them to pay for services or upgraded content from you. Now I should mention there are many marketers who are going to disagree with a lot of the points I'm making, but only because those marketers or other business owners might just have different goals for their email marketing. Email marketing is a versatile tool and not everyone can or should use it the same way. Kind of like saying that the commercial sewing machine in your workroom can only be used for drapery. That's it. But no, you and I both know it can be used for so many things. So we are going to talk about The things you need to keep in mind if you're considering an email sequence, if you feel like you need to jump on the email sequence bandwagon, or if you're like, hold up, let me off, I don't want any part of this. This episode is really going to help you determine whether or not you need one. And then if you do, how far should you honestly take it? Now, before we dive in, I really want to share a review of the week because this one means a ton. I mean, honestly, all the reviews on Apple Podcasts mean a ton to me. This one especially stood out to me. It's super short and really meaningful. And it says the the Cho podcast is like having a business coach at your fingertips. This podcast has given me confidence to start my staging company and I'm so grateful. And that's from LP Moreno. And thank you so much, LP. I really appreciate that. Now I'm like the furthest furthest thing from a business coach. Jeez, I can't even talk. But I really appreciate knowing the podcast has given you confidence because that is actually The heartbeat of my entire brand. It's really hard to market something if you're not confident in yourself. It all comes back to how we, especially as female entrepreneurs, feel about ourselves. So I am really grateful you took time to tell me. And by the way, best of luck with your staging company. That is so exciting. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas, and I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. I want to share with you guys a message I received recently. This person said, I've switched to active campaign because I want to set up a more involved email sequence and funnel. Now, when those words hit my inbox, actually, they hit my inbox more than once from more than one person. For those of you who are like, what on earth is Active Campaign? Active Campaign is kind of like MailChimp, kind of like Flowdesk. You can schedule out different sequences and emails, and it's, honestly, it's a good tool, but it's not for everyone. I've used it. I did not particularly love it. And it's kind of funny that there are a lot of people who feel like they have to have active campaign. It is definitely a bigger expense than the other platforms. And it's like I said, it's just not for everyone. It's honestly a little bit too much for a lot of businesses. But the thing is, a lot of people right now are being told that they need to have these really long complex email sequences that behave differently depending on what links are clicked within the email, how long people take to open or respond to the email, and It's just a lot. But here's the deal. Any string or sequence of emails greater than three messages tends to derail both the brand and the intended message by round two. So if you're out there with a 10 email sequence or a sequence that spans across six months, whoa, 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 you might actually be shooting yourself in the foot. So for lack of a better term, that's what we say out here in the Midwest. And believe me, that, that's not something you want to do. So you might look at a sequence like that and think it's so fancy and flashy and it might even be an outward sign of success, especially if you look at active campaign particularly and you just see this complex spider web of send out this email automatically and if they click here then this email's going to send and if they don't open it then they're going to get this email and it's like good grief. There are several reasons why people in the home industry just don't need this stuff. And there are also a few instances where it might be appropriate. So let's get into the three reasons that long email sequences tend to be ineffective before I dive into the actual tips, because we need to have a common ground here. We need to, uh, everyone listening needs to understand why we shouldn't be investing in long email sequences. Otherwise, the rest of these tips really aren't going to matter. So number one is sending more than one email per week or more than two emails per month is really going to tire out your mailing list really quickly, and it is going to result in unsubscribes. So I'm currently thinking about the companies who email me personally every week, like every freaking week, and sometimes more than once a week. Honestly, it's too much, guys. And when that starts to happen, I will wait a week or two to see if they just need to calm down, like maybe they were excited, I don't know. But I almost always have to unsubscribe, because the content overload is very real. Even if I like the company or the person who's emailing me, and I'm a past or a current customer of theirs, honestly, I don't want to hear from them that often. It's kind of like having a high school crush who texts you every five minutes. Now, I know I'm not alone in this frustration. We all unsubscribe from emails all the time. Now, the good news is most businesses can get away with sending a few emails to their contacts within the same week, like one time. You know, one time to a batch of customers. Now, if it becomes a habit, those recipients will catch on and they're going to start opting out of your list. So if you've ever opted in to the many freebies that I offer, you know that I send one string of three automated emails over a two-week time span. Once. I really can't emphasize that enough. You have to treat your email subscribers with the same level of courtesy and respect that you want to be treated with. Now, here's another tip for you, or honestly, another reason why the email sequence needs to be short, and the reason why long email sequences just aren't working anymore the more emails that are required to communicate your message indicate that your message is unclear. Now, the folks over at Woodpecker Co. said it really beautifully. They said, sending two to three follow-up emails is the most optimal. Top performers usually send just that because flooding your prospects' inboxes with messages is not the answer. The fifth, sixth, or seventh follow-up email brings you merely a fraction of the total percentage, so the people who go for quantity, meaning quantity of emails, don't seem to have a better reply rate. Now, quick disclaimer here. While I agree wholeheartedly with that statement from Woodpecker Co., I do not give a blanket statement of approval to all the email marketing tips or suggestions on their website, especially those related to sending cold emails or adding contacts to your mailing list who don't actually know you. Doing those things can result in you being labeled as a spammer and can end with your entire website being blacklisted from the internet, not to mention tens of thousands of dollars in fines. So. By the way, this is also the risk you expose your business to if you try to use a mailing list that you purchased. So don't do it. I know there are a lot of seemingly reputable companies who will say you can buy this list. It's going to be fantastic. Don't do it, guys, because you're not going to get a good reply rate from that anyway. It's not going to be worth the money. All right. So after that long disclaimer, let's move on to number three, the branding and messaging consistency in a long email sequence are often lacking from email to email within the same sequence. Now, I know this because, well, honestly, it happened to me in the quote-unquote earlier days of marketing my business, like back when I had no clue what I was doing and I was just doing what everyone else was doing because I thought, that's what you do. Now, in your situation, you might have an inconsistency because you wrote the copy on different days or you got distracted halfway through or you wanted to squeeze in another topic, another point, or another offer into the message. But the problem is, the more emails you write, the more you might be tempted to stray from your main goal. Too many disjointed emails will confuse you, and worse, it will make you seem scattered to your potential clients. So we don't want that to happen. That's not a good impression. So instead, let's talk about the three-part email sequence that you should be sending out to your subscribers. Before we do that, we're going to take a moment and talk a little bit about the overall marketing strategy for your business do you guys have a sales funnel? Now I say that and a lot of people glaze over and they're like, what the heck is a sales funnel? No, I don't need one. I have social media. Isn't that enough? No. Social media is step one of a sales funnel. A sales funnel is simply the path that leads take to find you and learn to love you, trust you, know you, and like pay you money. So it's kind of a big deal, especially in the home industry, because as the stager, designer, professional organizer, workroom, In a way, you are the deliverable, especially if you're working with a higher-end clientele because they don't just care about the end product, the end result, they care about the experience of the entire project. And that means you have to be really investing a lot of thought. Now, note, I did not say time or money. Invest a lot of thought into how these people find you and that entire experience because the whole idea of with social media, your website, and email marketing, is just to attempt to recreate what it's like to meet you in person. Now, it's not realistic to think that in this day and age, you could go meet every potential lead in person. That's why you have to be very strategic about how you're representing your business online, and you have to care more about the experience for that lead than you do about things that honestly don't matter, like how many social media followers you have, how many likes you get. That really, really doesn't matter. If you guys listened to my episode about how to market your business to the luxury high-end client, you know that most high-end clients are silent stalkers on social media, which means they will use that as a way to find you, but they're not going to start liking, commenting, interacting with you. They're actually going to head straight to your website, which is why your website has to be a powerhouse. It has to have an email opt-in so you can capture their information. But you've got to say more than just sign up for my newsletter because nobody really wants that. But what they do want is valuable information from you on a regular basis that shows you understand them, you're going to help them, you're going to support them. And that's what an email newsletter does, by the way. So a sales funnel is really just people finding you on social, going to your website, opting in, and being nurtured through the email marketing. If you do not have something like this for your home industry business, it's not too late. Even if you think, oh, I don't even have a mailing list or I just started my business or I just moved to a different area and now I have to start over in a way. That's all right. Now is the perfect time. If you're interested, head over to socialitevault.com. You'll end up working directly with me and my team. And we are serving home industry pros all over the world. I was going to say nation, but that's long past. We are all over the world at this and we are really excited to be reaching a lot of people, especially in uh, Europe and Australia right now, because it's very interesting that the way we market in the U.S. is not really a U.S. thing. It's more of a human thing. It's more of a person-to-person thing, because for a lot of us, we would say we're marketing B2C, so business-to-consumer, but it's really always been person-to-person. So I'm a B2B business, but really, it's just me talking to you and it's just you talking to your clients. So you have to make sure that the path you lay out for them to find you not only makes sense, but instills trust and makes you look worth their investment from the very first interaction. So that's why you need a sales funnel. Okay, so if you want one, go to socialitevault.com or you can also go to katethesocialite.com. But that is all I have to say on sales funnels. Let's get back into the three-part email sequence that you need as a designer, stager, organizer, decorator, any of the above. All right, so the first thing that you'll need is a welcome email. A welcome email is sent right after someone joins your list via opting in for your lead magnet or contacting you or booking a discovery call. This email tends to have a really, really high open rate, like upwards of 80%, because most recipients expect to receive a welcome email, and many would be upset if they didn't, That email rarely results in unsubscribes. People would be like, hey, what the heck? Why aren't you emailing me? So make sure you have a welcome email set up. Now the follow-up email is email number two. That should be sent two or three days after the first email. It gives your recipient a reasonable amount of time to open, digest, and really just think about the welcome email. The follow-up email should not include a sales pitch or a paid offer of any kind. It should really just be a reminder that your lead magnet is ready and waiting for them to use. So your welcome email will likely have included your lead magnet, which means the follow-up email is just a friendly reminder. The third email is the offer. The offer email should be sent two to seven days after the follow-up email. This message contains the actual ask, such as, Asking recipients to book a paid consult with you, attend your event, or buy your products. Once you've set up your welcome email or all three of these emails, you can't quite wash your hands of email marketing. You have to stay top of mind with these warm leads because it's essential to converting them into clients. So, unfortunately, a lot of people will say, Cool, I'll set up a lead magnet, I'll set up this email sequence, and then after that, these people will never hear from me again. Isn't that great? No, you are leaving so much money on the table. So what you need to do beyond that is incorporate an ongoing monthly email newsletter. I mean, that is key. In fact, your monthly newsletter can often play the role of both that follow-up email and your offer email. So if you're already consenting a consistent newsletter, you don't necessarily need to worry about this sequence beyond the welcome email. So let me explain this for a second. For the members of Socialite Vault, we are setting up welcome emails all the time. We set up the email opt-in, the lead magnet, the automation that sends out the welcome email. And then we're also handling all the monthly ongoing email marketing, you know, the newsletters, basically. So they don't need to have the follow-up email or the ask email because they're actually dropping their leads into something that's already running. So it doesn't matter when their leads show up. Are still going to be served with great high-quality email newsletters every two to four weeks. That is super important. Consistency is key. Now, speaking of consistency, the businesses that implement a six-month sequence or longer tend to adapt to changes slowly and send out less timely content compared to those who plan their emails about a month in advance. So the benefit of an email newsletter done on a monthly basis is that it lets you share information or announce events in real time. Plus, it gives you the flexibility of sending out seasonal or time-sensitive content, both of which are commonplace in the home industry. I mean, there are certain types of emails you're going to send right before the holiday season starts, especially if your clients would want to book you for holiday decorating services, versus what you would be sending out at the beginning of summer or right before school starts again. So no matter how long you've been in business, or how few contacts you have, or how many you have, it is not too late to start using email marketing to your advantage. You don't need a long, complicated sequence. You just need something that is crisp, clean, beautiful, on-brand, and consistent. That is the key with email marketing. So, if this all sounds good to you, if you want to give it a shot for yourself, you should do it. But if you need some help, if you're too busy, if you're overwhelmed, You guys know where to go, socialitevault.com. All right, now, let's say that you're already doing these things, but you're like, my open rate seems low or haven't gotten business from it yet. What should I do? Am I doing something wrong? That's where we need to talk. So you can actually go to my free Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros, and ask your question there. I will be able to go so far as to look at your stats. If you're using MailChimp, you can always send me a screenshot. I actually love looking at the data. And just to give you guys an idea of what you should be looking at, the open rate is really important. So make sure that it's above 20%. That is the average. The average is like 20 21%. And if you're in the 30s or 40 percentile, you are just killing it. That is actually really good. Give yourself a pat on the back. But again, make sure that you don't overcomplicate this thing. Because overcomplicating things, overthinking things in marketing lead to us doing absolutely nothing, which leads to no new leads, which leads to no new business, which leads to anger and frustration all around, right? Okay, so again, keep your marketing simple and keep the message extremely clear. Keep any sequence you are using short so that your message is not misconstrued so that you don't get more unsubscribes so that you can actually just get straight to the point. All right, guys, until next time, I'm out. Thanks for listening. Visit us at the thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.